Hey, Linda, guess what? 2024 is here. This is our first podcast, everyone. Really, really good to be back with you and really good to be back with Linda as well. Happy New Year, Linda. Happy New Year. It's going to be a crazy year. 2024 is going to be nuts. We've got 10 months, 10 and a half months until an election, and no one knows what's going to happen. But one thing I do know, I'm happy that Allegiance Gold is still with us and for another great run in 2024, just like in 2023. So really looking forward to working with you, Linda, talking to all the folks and working with Allegiance Gold. They've been just awesome because, you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you're aware of the disaster that I believe Biden is making of the American retirement system and the American economy. His overspending ways and the overprinting of money alone are two of the main reasons that Americans' retirement accounts have lost 25% over the past two to three years since Biden has been in office. And Bidenomics have been all the rage for D.C. But did you know that the net loss of all retirement plans exceeds a trillion dollars? Trillion with a T. And the pension plans have lost three and a half trillion dollars in Q3 alone of 2023. And how about this one? Under Joe Biden. The average American family has lost over $11,400 in annual income this year, this year, this 2023. For Americans who are planning to retire, let's say you have a million dollars in your IRA. Those accounts have lost almost $250,000, a quarter of what, what was in there or what you thought you had. But now Americans are faced with also having to work a decade longer than we wanted to, or coming out of retirement to recoup some of the losses. Where are we going to go? Work at Publix? Work at Home Depot? It's scary, folks, but you can prevent this. One of the surest ways I know is with gold, because gold is a storer of value and has been running counter to Bidenomics for quite a while. In fact, it's been running counter to Bidenomics since Joe Biden came into office. In less than the last two months, Gold has risen 14%. What else has? Has your income risen 14%? I know inflation is rising, but gold is the only way to keep up with inflation. So believe me, I know the power of gold and what gold can do for your retirement accounts. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401k, I would trust the specialists at our friends at Allegiance Gold who have the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry. You won't be disappointed. I know them. I've spent time with them. I do business with them. Their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Here's how you do it, folks. You go to protectwitheric.com today and download my free wealth protection guide. I'll tell you everything you need to know about gold. Or you can call 844 844- 714-ERIC, that's 844-714-ERIC. Protect your retirement accounts with Allegiance Gold. Today would be a great day to call them. Go to protectwitheric.com, that's protectwitheric.com, or call 844-714-ERIC. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward. And the rest of us who think that's a load of horse 
You want to hear what really great economic ideas sound like? Want to see America back on the road to energy independence? Are you ready to say hell no to illegal immigrants and foreign nationals having any say in our prosperity? Then you, my friend, are in the right place. This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. Well, it's 2024. So, Linda, Happy New Year. They Happy promised it would calm down. They said it was going to be, you know, the unity party under Joe Biden. Everything was going to be fine. Guess what? Nothing's fine. So 2024, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is similar to old Joe's. You know, he keeps it simple. He's just going to do the best he can all the time. You know, he's trying to remember his favorite, you know, ice cream is my favorite. Jill gives him a little slap on the ass. That's your favorite. He's like, absolutely. We're, we're coming back stronger than ever. What are you, dude, what is happening? Like, seriously, like he's walking off the tar, the plane into the White House and they're like, Mr. President, what do you think about the border? And he's like, ah, I just wish Congress would give me money. Get off my lawn. Like, it's so ridiculous. Dude, why don't you go ask Zelensky for some money back? I'm so glad you said that. That that I had an epiphany that it was, I think, Tuesday. I think he was coming back from St. Croix, getting off Marine One inside the White House compound. If you know, so Marine One lands on the on the the north lawn of the White House, and then he kind of scuttles across the 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 grass, trying to make it to the pavement, and he does, and they yell, "What are you going to do about the border?" Because in December we had three hundred two thousand. Apprehension, 302,000, by by far breaking his prior record of, I think, 270,000 in September with insane numbers for the year. So they said, what are you going to do? And he says, oh, oh, I just need more money to fix the border. And it it hit me like a ton of bricks that moment. I realized what's going on. I couldn't figure out for three years why, with the border being flooded, clearly, obviously, it's bad. It's getting worse. And they're all pretending like it's not bad or it's nothing that nothing to see here, folks. And I couldn't figure out what was the what was there's a catch here somehow. There's a catch. And that moment when he said, I need more money after all the money that we're spending on illegals. I believe this. and I believe this with the bot to the bottom of my heart. I think. I went and did some research after he said that, too. I think that they're using the illegal invasion of our southern border as, a, as an economic stimulus. Now, hear me out. Looked it up. Congress did a, a study in November of last year. It says we spend about $151 billion a year on illegals. That means paying for their housing, paying for their food, paying for their, you know, traveling, sending them here, sending them there. When Congress says something like that, you know, it's got to be low, right? So let's just say $151 billion a year. So it's, it's six, it's, it's extrapolated to the four years of Biden. That's a, that's a $600 billion stimulus. Cause when, the government spends money on you know paying hotels and buying food for the for the homeless or not the homeless the uh, the invaders. That's that's money going into the economy, and so I think some of these these nerdy bean counters in D.C. that work for Biden are saying, just keep doing it. We're pumping the economy with money; it's federal money, but we just keep doing it. And the the the, the benefit to them is that they get these whatever, eight, nine, 10 million new voters eventually will become Democrat voters. I honestly believe to the bottom of my heart, they think that they're stimulating the economy by spending this. It's going to be a trillion dollars. And in the meantime, buying some new voters. I, there's no one, 
There's no other logical reason why they would allow it to happen, spend like drunken sailors, giving money away to, to anyone who's involved in the in the um, in immigration um, economy, so to speak. It becomes a serious. But guess what? It is a stimulus. It is, but it also stimulates inflation. So when government spends, government pushes prices up because they, they, when they spend, they're not creating anything. They're just throwing money out there. So prices go up. And that's how the first year and a half of Biden administration was such high inflation because they spent seven, six, seven trillion dollars fighting COVID, whatever. Greasing, you know, people, voters, pockets who voted for them. But that pushes prices up. So the American people, the middle class, people who are listening right now, people who are worried about their 401ks and and their IRAs are paying because their taxpayers are paying for the illegal immigration tab, a trillion dollars. And also they're getting on the backside when they go buy stuff that they need, food, clothes, rent, the, the prices are higher. So you are stimulating the economy. But the Americans who need the, the, the stimulus aren't getting it. It's really brilliant if you're a Democrat. It's a, it's a really a brilliant Democrat strategy. The problem is it's harebrained when you realize what it does to the American middle class. It, it, it just hollows it out. So excellent point across the board. I have to say my favorite new expression that you have just coined today, and thank you very much for that, is the immigration economy. Yeah. Because yeah. Senator Mike Lee, who was a stalwart, texted me last night and he used a picture of Jim from the office, which I might be the only human being who's never watched that show. No, I never watched it either. I I never watched it. I'm like, I I get so many texts and memes and I'm like, am I the only person in America who's not seen? My husband loves it. Anywho. So he sends me this picture and it says, it's like Jim at like a, at like a whiteboard. And he's like, fund the government or we won't fund your border. And I thought, oh, interesting. So they're fully aware, right? It's not like it's a secret. They're fully aware of what's happening. I mean, we're watching the United States government is suing Governor Abbott for enforcing the laws of his state to protect the borders of his state. Yeah, it's crazy. But first of all, they sued him when he put when he put up the razor wire. They sued yeah. him to take down the razor wire. It's not it, humane. It, it worked, but don't do anything that works because we're worried. Have you seen the lines of people yes. waiting to get in? It, does this not make you crazy? I look at this picture. I'm like, it makes me fearful. A, it's just like a, it's a, like a Disney turnstile line, you know, like back and forth waiting to get in. They're all getting in. Like, you why, know what? Why are, they, why are we letting them in? Close the front gate. Disease. What's the happening? diseases. Yeah. So we now have cases of polio. Yeah. In New York City. Malaria. Malaria. Measles. Mumps. So kids have been getting vaccinated for these things in the United States since, I don't know, the 50s at least. And it's like now we have a situation where all of these people who have never been vaccinated are coming here. So I want to know. This is a serious question. I want to know when this first American child, because it's going to happen, gets polio because he has to go to school with an undocumented, unvaccinated, illegal immigrant. And he obtains and somehow gets one of these vaccines and one of these uh, diseases. Are you now responsible for this child's life? Because you're the government that put that person there. Yeah, they, they, they don't give they, a they, shit. They don't give a shit. They don't care about anything. You they know, just don't care. Two stats. Two stats. This this whole 300,000 in the month of December got me crazy. I was just doing a bunch of research. There are now more. Now more 
illegals into the country than American li- American women having birth, giving birth to American babies. More illegals coming in than American babies. That's one stat. It blows me away. And this one, the Border Patrol, CBP, estimates 8.5 million people have come in under Biden so far. 8.5 million. Um, that's more than the population of 38 different states. Yeah. 38 states have a lower population than the number of illegals. So, so outside the top 12 states in the country, there are more illegals. If you put them all in together, it would be the, it'd be the 13th largest state in, the, in, in America. That is crazy. It's unsustainable. And these people don't care. They don't like us. They don't, they're here for, for the no. piece of American pie. They're not here to assimilate. They don't no, speak they English. They're not here to, to, you know, be patriotic to, to, to the United States. No, not at all. And it is everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter. I have to say, you know, in the over the course of the last eight weeks, I have traveled quite a bit and flown all over the country. And what I can tell you is I am seeing these illegal immigrants in the airports with their manila envelopes. I mean, they have checks. They have phones. They have directions. That's that's the trillion dollars. Rights. I bet you a trillion's low. I bet yeah, you you're probably really, right. If you did a real study on on the on the the federal funding is, is the trillion dollars and who they're sending it to and states and locals. But if you take all the now now Newsom wants to give them free health care. It's it's probably a trillion and a half dollars at the end of the four years of, of Biden. That is economic stimulus, but it drives prices up for the people who aren't receiving. The goods, like when 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 Biden gave away twelve hundred dollars or fourteen hundred dollars, and then it was twenty eight hundred dollars. You know, when they were giving that away, yeah, Americans got it. They spent it, stimulated the economy. Again, I'm right. I'm, a, I'm a libertarian I'm against that thing, but mm-hmm. that it, that was the process. But at least Americans were spending money on themselves. Correct. The government is just spending money on illegals, so illegals are getting the the goods goods and services benefits. We're picking up the tab and driving prices up to the American middle class. I'm. Let me ask you a question. I'm sure, this is a serious that, question. I'm sure someone in, in in behind the scenes in Biden Biden world figured out that this is a win win for Democrats. We I can agree. buy voters and we can stimulate the economy at the same time. We just can't tell them why we're doing it. So here's my question to you: We currently very slim hold. On the House, very slim. We've got people resigning. We have races coming up. God knows. With this very slim hold, we were unable to impeach Mayorkas. Unable. Now, I'll be the first one to say, under a Biden admin, I don't know that impeaching Mayorkas would have done anything other than given us a little bit of lip service and a little bit of press, like we won one for the good guys, right? We got rid of this guy who's literally um, poisoning the well, right? Okay, fine. But why would eight Republicans vote against his impeachment? Why? What is the benefit? You know, they don't care about the American people. They care about their own skin, their own office, and they're in, they're in, they're in, they're in probably liberal districts. They're probably in, in districts where there's a, High level number of independents that lean left, and you know they. they yeah. I mean, I saw Daryl Issa. Daryl Issa, that's that's exactly I who like, I thought too. You know what I mean? Like Daryl's a friend. Yeah. This is a guy who I mean, you were on the House Oversight Committee. I I am just 
blown away. Ken Buck, yeah, I expect it from Ken Buck. Absolutely. Um, you know, Mike Turner, sure. Expect it from Mike Turner. No problem. You know, we know who the Rhinos are. You, only, no you can only lose two now. The, I know. Because of McCarthy and, and Santos. It's like, you know, we got crazy Santos out there. He's gone doing his thing, you know, being his next version of whatever the hell he is. Right. And then I don't know what McCarthy's going to do. I mean, what do you think he's going to do? Other than screw the GOP by leaving early. Um, oh, really man. Who cares? What and, that's, and see, this is the thing. This is the conversation that we have all the time, which is, is, is your country, is your government more important to you than you? And it's not. Right? And, and, you know, I wrote a book on that, The Swamp. It was, it's, it's incredible that. Did you have Kevin's picture on the front? No, I had, I have this picture of uh, the White House because it was literally built on what was, what was a swamp prior to, to build the construction of the White House. Um, oh, that's a- it was, uh, the, the people, they get elected, whether if they're Congress people every two years, senators every six years, president every four. The minute they get elected, they're, they're, they're running for their next election. They don't care yeah. about you anymore, your, your issues, yeah. until they want a donor. And then they start talking to you about what your issues are. But once they got you know, there. I was talking, we did a, we did a poll with uh, Steve Moore the other day. And he said to me, who do you think the most underrated politician is? Just any person. And I thought about it long and hard. And I said, Congressman Louis Gomer. And he was like, how interesting. I said, Congressman Louis Gomer was the one person who went into office and never lost his sight. He wanted to do the right thing. He didn't care about committee assignments. He didn't care about all the accolades. He wasn't invited to the fancy parties. Yeah. He really cared about the American people. And it eventually wrote him out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm like, here he is in the first district of Texas doing the will of the people. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because he wouldn't play ball and he wasn't a oh, rhino. That's, that's that's everything. You know, and I just, and that's just how it is now. And I see, I see what's happening in Europe with the farmers, the marches in Spain, in, in Germany, you know, the, the rabid Islam in London. You know, I mean, this French woman thrown from a pregnant French woman thrown from a moving bus yesterday by this African migrant who probably thinks she's worthless because in his country, they still are trading each other in the slave market. I mean, it is 100 percent a lack of value on life there. It's a demoralization. And instead of bringing these people in and assimilating them and rising them up to the American standard, the American standard, I mean, Claudine Gay this week. I mean, my God, this is ra- you having you committing plagiarism is racism. Yeah. So he, you bring up something important. In, I think the conservative voice has always been, their position has always been, and certainly I've always been against boycotts. You know, if, Very much, yeah, for, sure. Well, so Claudine Gay is a win for conservatives, right? There's a there's a lot of people out there you know, on social media, especially you know, taking victory laps. We won one, blah, blah. so the, the debate right now is. And I bring this up because I had Kid Rock on a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, he wanted me. To, he wanted me. Yeah, we we talked. We did a piece of it here. Yeah, yeah. he wanted me to bring this bring Megan Kelly up, and I did. And, and Megan said the Bud Light. Um, boycott worked and we need to play, you know, tough and play the, the, their game at with 
the way they play it and get some wins, <clears throat> which is Claudine Gay as well. Um, and Kid Rock said, no, we we held their head underwater and we let them up, but we won, but we still won. And, and I have always been a don't boycott. I think I'm flipping to let's do it, man. Let's, 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 I'll tell you let's what I am if canceled. I can change it slightly. Yeah. Can we be a boycott? Don't buy them, buy this. It's, it's, I'd rather do that, which is essentially the same thing, but takes away the power of no, the def- No, no boycotts defend someone who's trying to be, can- you know, or conservative trying to be canceled on our side. How do you boycott Claudine Gay? Like, you, you can't. You-, you tell every single person who's donating to donate to the school. Yeah. Don't I mean listen? They've got what is it a thirty-seven million dollar government endowment or some nonsense Billions. like that? No, 50, Billions, fifty-one billion. Fifty-one billion. I mean, mm-hmm. I honestly, Eric, I'm I'm gonna tell you my real opinion on Claudine Gay. Other than the fact that I think she's a despicable and um, what I would call manipulative and feckless human being, because she is unable to own her BS. Right. You know what? You want to be a big girl? You want to play in the big girl party? No problem. Own your bullshit. You committed something. It's your fault. Say you're sorry. Make it right. Right. Instead, you're blaming everybody else. You're saying it's because you're black. Oh, and by the way, you are going to be paid $900,000 a year to do absolutely nothing until you decide to retire. Right. Because even though you've resigned from your position, you have not been fired. Therefore, you still earn a salary. She's still still on staff. Yeah. This isn't a win. Well, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a. And who gets the seat? Right. Who's going in there? Someone you know who's going to say not a white person, not, not a Jewish person. person. Yeah. What did, what did Mark Lamont Hill say? It's got to be a black woman again. To, yeah. To, I'm just like, like, how about nice. the most qualified? What happened to that meritocracy? The DEI movement is a Soros communist embedded uh, element of our society. It is up to us to be brave enough to say it. And here's the thing. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who happens to be black, who happens to be a libertarian. And who said to me, and she was like, Oh my God, I'm so sick of hearing about this stupid woman. Like she's just one black woman, whatever. And I just thought it was so funny. I was like, yeah, suddenly they've anointed her to this position of being the spokesperson of black women. And I'm like, huh? And then the UN just an appointed a black trans man who is now a woman to the role of um, the UN speaker for all women. <laughs> so this person has said, and I quote, all white people are racist. I hate all white people, including white women. I do not speak for white women. Uh, they all need to be uh, put down. They are a danger to society. So I'm like, okay. So we got a dude who's now a chick, who's black, who's getting paid all kinds of money from the UN that gets how much money from the United States that says that he will not, she will not represent white women. Yeah. I'm like, how many, there's hundreds of millions of women in the world and the UN picks a dude. There's a hundred, there's 170 million women in the United States alone. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, freaking really? We're, but we're like 30, 40% of their budget. I'm like, come on, man. And I'm telling you, this is the problem. And then you have the New York Times sort of, you know, doing the dog whistle, 
giving her the op-ed and saying, yes, Claudine, we hear you, Claudine. We're sorry, Claudine. I'm like, I'm not sorry. Nope. She can go on vacation anytime she wants. She gets a million dollars a year about, and she gets to about, talk trash. How about you plagiarize 50 times? You should be thrown out of Harvard. Yes. <laughs> Forget. If you, were, if you were a student doing that, they'd throw right. your ass out. Right. That's the point. I, it's crazy to me. I'm like, what? In, I mean, the whole thing, you know, and this is, I think this is the the rabbit hole that we find ourselves in and the conversations that you have with regular people, you know. I started wearing this shirt out uh, occasionally that says Trump's not guilty. And it starts a lot of conversation as you would imagine. And one of the conversations that it started the other day was he's so guilty. I'm like, okay, great. What has he been convicted of? Go ahead. I'll wait. Mean tweets. Nothing. You got nothing. huh? That sucks for you. I'm like, Oh yeah. You think the 14th amendment applies to a man who has even accused of a crime? No, no, no. He has not been accused of insurrection. He has not been indicted on insurrection. He has not been arrested or convicted for insurrection, but the facts just don't matter. I'm like, we're coming up on this anniversary tomorrow and these people still won't release the footage. That's the other question. Why isn't Mike Johnson releasing all the footage? No idea. That's really weird. Why did why did um, the other knucklehead McCarthy just give it to Tucker? But I know Tucker. I've talked to him. There's not that much on it. I don't think there's a lot on it. I think Tucker well, I think, would have would have released it if he had it. No. Well, I think he's released quite a bit of it. I think there are some things on there that he's holding. I think everybody thinks that timing is the biggest aid to the effort, right? So it's like, it's like people say, oh, what do you think the October surprise is going to be? And I'm like, I don't know. I hope it's to get Biden out of office. That's what I hope. I mean, to yeah. me, I'm, in, I'm not in a countdown to Trump. I'm in a countdown to get rid of Biden. Yeah. I love Trump, but that's not the point. The point is, is like, I, I, this guy is scary. And then you got Kamala starting the right to life um, tour. Have you heard about this? No. She's going on tour in like two weeks well, all that, around the their, country. That's their only... And that's the thing. It's J6, it's abortion, and it's um, race baiting. Well, yeah. And extremism. Right. I'm like, come on, guys. You know? Right. At the end of the day, you know, you look at Vivek Ramaswamy the other day having that back and forth with that media reporter. And what was it from? Was it WAPO? He just crushed him. And he crushed her. Yeah. And she just kept talking about white supremacy. And he's like, what are you talking about? So that's the, that's the, um, and the narrative that really needs to get out there that, Sure, there's racism, but black people can be racist against white people too. If yes. you, you call a whole the whole white population all terrible or um, oppressors, or that that in itself is the definition of racism. Um, it's it's it, and, and I think that was Vivek's message. And I think if that message starts to resonate, things will improve in 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 America race wise. Because then you could be, as a black person, lose your job or your social status for saying something racist against white people the way white people could if they do it against black people. Right. It will just right. even the playing field out a little bit. It won't fix racism, but I think it'll it'll help a lot. I, 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 I hope it helps. I hope it happens. I hope it helps. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we got a lot coming up. We got the Iowa caucus. Ooh. We got primaries coming up. 
We got all kinds of campaign stuff. People are freezing their tushes off in Iowa. Oh, one last thought. How do you feel about Nikki Haley and her saying that whatever Iowans do, they'll correct it in New Hampshire? So Nikki Haley, first of all, is a rhino. She's she's Hillary Clinton without the the murderous background. Um, Yeah. I I think she's god awful. And and so I asked Don Jr. if his dad was going to pick her as a vice president a couple of weeks ago. He said he would do everything in his power to make sure that didn't happen. I asked Laura Trump the next day. She said, well, never say never. Um, I, I think it's pretty obvious that it would be a huge mistake to use her as a vice. She's politically uh, the third rail. He should not even go anywhere near her. She's awful. Do you see the, there's a video. <laughs> DeSantis actually drummed it up from a couple of years ago. I think when she was governor <laughs> of her, um, she's on a podium. She's got the, uh, South Carolina flag behind her on the other shoulder. It's the uh, the communist China flag. And she turns mm-hmm. the communist China flag and says, I work for you now. It, it, in the context was there was a company that was buying some, you know, buy, or was going to start a business in South Carolina. But, but the, the, the idea of a governor turning to the communist flag saying, I, I, Nikki Haley, not we, I work for you yeah. now. It was it was showing her true colors. I, I think she's she'll be she'll be some sort of she should go back to being an ambassador under some some regime, the UN ambassador. That's that's where she she's, she's a real embarrassment, and I think that she is doing a huge disservice to the party. Yeah, and I and I really resent as a woman the woman card. Yeah, I'm like I, I, listen, lady. Break, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really don't care that you're a chick. I really don't. For me, so, it's so very quick, like, <laughs> When she had that idea of, if you want to go on social media, you have to uh, show and you know, identify yourself. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. That's the worst. That's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. I mean, you'll get no freedom of, of speech, no. no freedom of the press, et cetera. And as I mentioned it, and I, during a monologue, and I, I called her. It's funny that a liberal white woman would say something like that. Well, uh-huh. she went apoplectic. She called us. She called Newsmax. She called the show. She's like. Um, I'm never coming on his show again. He called me a liberal white woman. I'm like, what? well, you are. I are. No, what am I missing? Which one of you did you disagree with the white or the liberal part? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, sorry, not sorry. And that's what's interesting is like, you know, this business is not for the faint of heart. It's also not for those without a thick skin. You got to be able to dish and take exact words. That's why I said to her, "You want to run for yeah. president? You're going to have to thicken your skin a little bit." Exactly yeah. what I said to her. If Get that's what's going to take, take for you not to come on my show anymore, oh my god! But you see it every day on social. I mean, I look on social media and I see somebody. It's this could be the most benign thing. Like, oh, here's me in the in the snow with my dog. Rah, rah, rah. It's like whatever you know, and like some douchebag is going to write. I can't believe you didn't have the proper puppy paws on your dogs. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Please find a job, get a hobby, get out of your house, you know? And that to me is a huge problem. Turn your phone off. Like I'm like anybody else. I look at Instagram. I look at truth. I look at X. I'm on it. I'm looking, I'm in. Okay, fine. But then I live my life. Yeah. I like being able to say, Oh no, I didn't see that. I don't have to. Oh yeah. I saw it. I saw it. I retweeted it. I reposted it. I retweeted it. I commented. I saved it. I screenshot it. I, what? Mm, it's whatever. Hey, it's all about clicks now. Oh man, please click wick. Anywho, well, happy Friday, and uh, I'll see <laughs> you next week. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a crazy year. So next week will be only a couple of days prior to the uh, Iowa caucus. Iowa caucus. Going to be big, folks. Get ready. Here we go. Cold and corn dogs. (laughs) See you next week. Bye-bye.